Welcome to The Movement with your host, Shannon D. Hughes. In your life, do you celebrate the downfalls along with the peaks? You should. These define you as the person you are and help you learn your way to personal success. Now, here is the host of The Movement, Shannon D. Hughes. There are 13 days left in 2018. If you have not made any of your previous days count, make them count going forward. I am your host, Shannon D. Hughes, and you are now a part of the Movement Final Show in 2018. Let me give out the toll-free number if you have any questions for my wonderful guests who will be joining us in just a second. It is 866-472-5795. That is 866 866- Four seven two five seven nine five international. I keep saying it. Thank you. Luxembourg checked in this week. Uh, We had Guatemala also check in this week. Thank you. Uh, You can call in as well. Zero zero one four eight zero three nine eight fourteen zero five. That's zero zero one four eight zero. 398-1405. 398-1405. If you do not want to talk, you just want to email questions or comments to the show. It's Shannon at Shannon D. Hughes movement.com. That's Shannon at Shannon D. Hughes movement.com. And as always, the movement can be heard here on Voice America on the Influencers Channel every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. And also we can be heard on Stitcher. And you can also download our past episodes on demand and on iTunes as well. So, you're born in another country, your mom and dad leaves you to come to the United States to earn a better living, and you have to stay and take care of your family, and then move to the United States at such an early age and adapt to a new lifestyle and culture. You do that successfully, become a successful author, speaker, and real estate investor, and even in that real estate investing, you be very successful, and then you lose it all, and you gain it all back. How did this happen to this person? I am so glad to bring in my final guest for 2018 onto the movement, Sandy Cesare. Welcome to the movement. How are you, young lady? Hi, thank you for having me. I'm great. I'm great. Can't complain. I mean, I can, but no one cares, so we don't do that, right? Oh, God, ready? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so let me tell the audience about you for a second before we get all into your business. So. Um, uh-huh. I've been blessed. I've been blessed this year that most of my guests I've had some type of personal connection to and have watched them grow and, and some of their stories they were able to share with us. Uh, and I did not know your story until we'll know about it in, in a second. But uh, I'm a real estate mm-hmm. investor here in Chicago and Sandy. Um, and I don't know if Sandy remembers some years ago. It was my birthday. Sandy sent me a message and said, happy birthday through Facebook. And then uh, I knew you were an investor. And then I chatted you up mm-hmm. a little bit and gave me some great advice and helped me come along quite a bit. And in this turbulent market of real estate investing, it could be a pain in the butt. But uh, I really appreciated you just reaching out and, and helping me out. Mm-hmm. And I've watched you do some things over the last few years, and it's been very impressive. And, and got to meet you finally down in Tampa back in 2017. Yes. That was just so awesome. I didn't even know you were going to be at that at event. That was just really awesome. So it was finally get to, mm-hmm. to see you up close and personal. So I just wanted to tell people how I know of you. So now I want to know more of you. So, Sandy, okay. as I read, in, sure. I read in, in your introduction, you were born in Port-au-Prince. Is that correct? Yes, I was born in Haiti. Okay, Port talk about Haiti. that for a little bit. What What do you remember um, being, being 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 a youngster down now? Oh man, you know I was young, and and you know my mom, basically my parents, they they both struggled a lot, especially my mom. So, at an early age, I believe I was six years old. 
my dad used to come back and forth to this country. He was basically a migrant worker. So he used to come back and forth on a work visa. And so eventually he was able to um, get my mom a visa and do the same thing for her. So now when they started coming here and um, I was six years old, my aunt, who's my mother's sister, lived in a, a whole other town in Haiti. And so somebody had to look out for me and my sister while my parents were here working. So she sent us over to live with, um, basically with my aunt. And let me tell you, they were working in the um, cane field, corn field. And I mean, their income was basically less than $20, $30 a day working long days. But all the money oh. that made had to be sent back to Haiti to take care of us, you know? Right. So literally, I didn't get to see my parents for a little over three years. And we're talking mm. about back in the days there were no cell phones, there were no way to shoot videos and send messages. So basically the way we would communicate is they would record a short message on a, um, on a cassette tape. And mm -hmm. if they knew anyone that was going to Haiti, they would send that cassette tape with them and then we would do the same thing to send it. So that's how we communicated for about three to three, almost four years. Wow. And how old were you then? I was, so when they came to this country, um, initially I was, I think I was um, six years old. And when okay. they finally um, sent for me, I was nine. So about a little, a little over um, three years. Okay. So for those three years, and I'm, it's, a, it's a silly question, so forgive me for asking, but mm -hmm. how tough was that for you being a six-year-old? You're talking about a three-year gap where you're really not even having any physical, you know, they don't have, they didn't have FaceTime then, as you said. So what was that like being there and not having mom and dad around, um, around the clock? Well, you know, I was an interesting child because <laughs> so I knew my parents had gone to America and mm -hmm. somehow ever since that age, I like money. And what I had known about America was it was this rich, like rich country. So I thought I was going to I knew they were eventually going to send for me, so I knew they came here to get things together to eventually send for me. So the hope and dream of, you know, coming to this wonderful country, I thought I was going to be walking on gold and money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I had this great picture of what America was going to be. So the idea mm -hmm. that my parents were there, it was part of it was really hard because I was very close to my mom, but the dream of oh, my God, we're going to be rich when we get here, right? Right. So that kind of kept me, that kept me going. It, it gave me, a, a, like, the kind of hope that if I didn't have that, it would have been just really, really tough, struggling, you know, had, you know, having nothing to look forward to. So it was kind of strange. So I, I guess you could say that um, the little gritty side of me as a kid was kind of looking forward to finally being able to meet up with them and join them in this super rich country that I heard so much about, you know? Right, right. Sandy Cesar is my guest here on The Movement, here on Voice America on the Influencers Channel. So how many, again, remind me, how many, again, was it, it was you and who else down there before you all came to America? So there was me and my sister. My Now, my younger brother was young enough. He was still a baby, basically. So um, the government, I guess they allowed him, to, allowed him to go along with my parents because he was a baby. 
But okay. my sister and my my older sister and I had to stay back with um, our aunt. So and then you know my aunt had two other daughters, and I mean basically the rest of the family was there. But as far as sibling, it was just me and my sister. And then um, and you know my mom, she's just incredible. So I mean after she came here, she worked her butt off. They saved money. How they did it, I don't know because I mean they were working for ten cents per box of coin they were packing up. You know you know what I mean? I mean ten cents. Like I'm not joking. Ten cents. And um, and they would be working all day for twenty dollars. Wow. So, um, you know, and and I'm afraid to say this with Trump in um in office right now. But the way we came here wasn't actually the legal way. You know what I mean? Right. So you know there were these organizations. Um, they would basically pair you up with with people who looks like you but were here legally. Who um, they either were citizens or had green cards. And those people, I mean, they charge tons of money. So my mother paid $10,000 um, when my mom and dad paid $10,000 for me and my sister to finally be able to come here years mm-hmm. later after they had they had to save, they had to borrow um, so much money. And so, you know, they finally did it. And we were in, um, I mean, that's a, honestly, in, in the process of that is a whole other story to what we had to go through just to get here. But, um but yeah, they finally did it, and then my mom eventually became a, a citizen here. She um she got her citizenship, and so did my dad, and so she got the rest of her siblings, their children, and their family here with green cards, with paperwork, and they didn't have to go through any of the strugg- struggles that she went through to get here. So, I mean, an amazing wow. woman. That is. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that that is amazing. So, talk about mm-hmm. when you got here. What was your first impression? Okay, so when I first got here, <laughs> and you, <laughs> mm-hmm. okay, so now, so now, remember, I'm telling you. So, there's these people with these organizations that's getting paid tons of money, right? And so they bring a group of kids at the same time, and and so. Mm-hmm. For, I think, maybe like three to four days, we stayed in their place. And I remember the lady that brought me, um, I guess she was head of her own organization. She had a beautiful, nice house in, um, I think it was Miami Beach, right? So it was matching the picture I had in my mind, okay? Now, fast forward Mm -hmm. to a few days, a few days later when my parents came to pick me up, and I'm excited, and they are driving up to... The street in Belgrade, that's like the ghetto. It's like, let me see, I think it's like a four-story building. Look, run down, and I'm like, what is this? This is not what I had in mind, you know? I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Like, what? what? We, we got to be in the wrong place. I, we're rich. What happened? <laughs> so, yeah, oh, so God. basically... Yeah, we ended up in a new <laughs> building. I mean, it was kind of sad. You know what I'm saying? And and I was like, what mm-hmm. like, happened to the other house? Like this one? <laughs> right. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, it was, um, it let was, me ask you a question. Let me let me ask. So, did, even though you were you you picked up on that, did you? Yeah. Did you still feel? To your, did you say to yourself, it's still better than what I came from? Well, you know what? I was happy that, you know, I was finally at least here. And, and you know, the funny thing, too, is um, 
actually it was my um who picked me up? It wasn't my parents because that that summer. That summer, because my parents were migrant workers, right? So every summer they would go mm-hmm. to some other town. You, you know, I guess these um, contracting companies would take them to other towns to do basically farm work, right? So um, okay. actually, it was a friend of my mom's. Yeah, because now, <laughs> as we're talking, I remember now. Now, so basically, when I came, it was a friend of my mom. A friend of my mom who actually basically um, watched me for maybe, I want to say it was maybe about a week and a half to two weeks or so um, before my my, um, parents came back to town from from doing their um, contract work or whatnot. Um, So, but, but, you know... (laughs) It was the same building, <laughs> the same building we lived on, <laughs> we lived in. And I was really, honestly, it was different. I wasn't, I was disappointed I wasn't walking on money. You know what I mean? That as I had pictured, right, right. Um, as I had pictured in my head. However, I was happy to be with my parents, you know? I was happy, I was happy to be, you know, because right. I hadn't seen my mom in years, you know? And I hadn't seen my dad in years. So I was happy to be with them. And um, I wasn't, I wasn't really sad that it wasn't what I had pictured, um, but it just was like, okay, well, there's no money around to be picking up all the time, so that's okay, you know. But my parents are here. That's awesome. That's awesome. Sandy says yeah. there is my guest here on the movement uh, here on Voice America, eight six six. Oh my God! I, I I'm so excited to listen to this story. Eight six six four seven two five seven nine five. This is an interesting story. So we got about two minutes before the break. Really quickly, what was mm-hmm. now again? You're 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 you say you about six, seven, eight, nine, somewhere in that range. So now you you have to learn to speak English. What was that like? Was that an easy transition for you? Was it a little difficult? Tell me about that. Hmm. It was. How was that actually? Um, yeah, you know what? It wasn't, it wasn't, I wouldn't say easy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say easy because I mean, hell, my English is hardly good right now. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) So, I would get get certain words mixed up and then, you know, it wouldn't help because, um, (laughs) our, um, like our adult, like parents and friends, they were already like creating, like, Brand new English words out of Creole words. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so I would be, I would be saying something that I think, you know, somebody would understand and be like, what, what are you talking about? You know, kids can be cruel. Oh my God. So yes. I remember, man, like, um, somebody asked me when, when I was born or where I was born and I said burn. Um, I mean, I used to get all the words mixed up. Like, seriously, <laughs> the only thing that's kind of like, <laughs> saved me a little bit is I was really good at math for like a third grader, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like really good at math, but my English, like it sucked and you know, the kids would just, that would mess with my accent, with my words and you know, they, you know, some of them were nice, but there were a couple of cruel ones. Oh my goodness gracious. So mm-hmm. what was the transition, what was the transition like for your sister? Did she, roughly the same thing? So my sister actually came a month later um, okay. because after I told you this part is, a, is an entirely different different story because initially when they pick us up to drop us off to this home for those people who ran those organizations that would bring people here, 
Yes. Um, apparently, they have a whole network going on, and it's, there's certain group. I would say maybe certain leaders, I guess, of their group would have a certain amount of people that can look and match certain clients that they had, right? And right. so they sent my sister to to another house after maybe like a few days of us being together. Mm-hmm. And they keep you in these houses, in, first in Haiti, right? They keep you in there until you literally learn the identity of the person. Um, wow. That, that, that you guys have to go through, you know, immigration and custom and all that stuff. You know, you have to know everything about them, right? And until they feel like, like once you go, um, what do you call this thing? Is it the embassy? I don't remember. Anyways, once mm-hmm. you go through that, until you know, like, if you miss any questions, if you don't know it, like, the back of your hand, they are not bringing you here because I guess that's how they get arrested, you know, wow. and get found out. Yeah, so my sister and I, like, we ended up coming, I came, I know I came maybe like a month or so before her, and then the other people she was sent to, um, you know, I think they might have had somebody who looked more like her than the places where we both initially went in Haiti. But, okay, um, Sandy, but yeah, Sandy, but I'm Sandy, I'm going to hold you there for one second. We are up against the break. I'm going to let you finish that story on the other side of the break. We will be back with my guest, Sandy Cesare, right here on The Movement, right after this. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. Trying to find a buyer for your home? Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com slash IL. Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795 or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com again that's jeff spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com 
Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. That's Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. We'd love to hear from you. Again, 13 days left in 2018. Make them count, please. Shannon D. Hughes, your host here at The Movement, 866-472-5795. Email the show, Shannon, at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. My wonderful guest and friend, Sandy Cesare, successful author, speaker, uh, the book Cash in 30 Days. We'll talk about that uh, a little later in the interview. But she was thoroughly entertaining us right before the break, talking about her (laughs) sister. Um, So you said your sister came after you got there. So if you want to, let's finish that story up a little bit, then we'll proceed forward. So your sister got here, and then just talk about again what she went through before you all got settled. Oh, yeah. So basically, you know, when they first placed us in this home in Haiti, we got separated because she had to go with another um, another lady, I believe, who had, you know, somebody who basically looked more like her that she could pass for, you know. And so it took about maybe like a month, a month and a half or so before, you know, she got to America. But I was excited. You know, I finally had my sister and my mom. So mm-hmm. basically it was like we're a family again, you know. Good. That's awesome. All right. So let's let's spin it forward. So after you all have completed the set of being a family again, tell me what it was like. I guess I guess say adapting. You, we talked about you talked about school briefly. Um, other than the language, how did you adapt? Were you and again, I'm not trying to make up your story. Was Were you made fun of other than just how you spoke? Obviously, you're just trying to learn the language. Was was it? Did you did you struggle with the the learning? Did you was it talk about that a little oh, bit? Yeah, what you I mean, yeah yeah. I, so I was I was pretty um you know I had the math down pat, but as far as everything else in the language, it was a process learning and you know the accent and and twisting words around <laughs> and you know. <laughs> Like I said before, you know, some of the adults, I mean, they were creating words. So I was repeating those words like it was something and people would be confused. You know what I mean? (laughs) 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 So, yeah, so I mean, it it was quite interesting. It It was definitely quite interesting. And then it was just even also the culture, right? Like, so you gotta remember, I'm still nine years old and now, you know, they're combing my hair and you have like this you know older i guess for the age you know haitian women and they're they're you know because the the haitian culture american culture is totally different so i mean they're they're dressing me to now go to this new culture with all these different colors i mean very haitian like which is cool but you gotta understand for a nine-year-old kid you're sitting down the school with all these colors nothing matches 
right? Right. And then she <laughs> didn't have my my hair in like a hundred rubber bands sticking out. So I'd be going to school, and you know the kids would be back in front of me, you know. So um, it was, but you know it, it was cool. Like you know, I survived. I survived. You know, I didn't like being mm-hmm. made fun of. I mean, there were some of them that were very nice and you know sympathetic, but man, there are some kids that were really cruel. But um, but it was all good. I just kind of focused on what I had to do, and then you know, go home, and then I come home. <laughs> I guess I wish I could say this, but I come home and I told my mom a couple of things, and she told me what to say back to them. And I cannot repeat that <laughs> what she said. <laughs> I can't repeat what she told me to say back to them. Oh, I, I, I want to hear it so bad. It's internet radio. I mean, oh. feel free to say what you got to say. It's internet radio. If you want to let it ride, it's all good. <laughs> Uh, oh my God! My mom is gonna kill me for this. Okay, so okay, so I tell my mom. She's like, okay, the kid neck. She said the kid neck with you, and then she showed me the middle finger, right? Some words in every language is easy to pick up on real quick, and they know the exact effectiveness, how they're used. If you're if you're told correctly how to deliver them, that is too funny. <laughs> Sandy says there, the comedian is here on the movement today. Eight six six four seven two five seven nine five. That is too funny. So let me ask though, did did your mom like saying that? And I could be wrong. Did that kind of mm-hmm. get you to kind of just learn how to kind of roll with the punches, so to speak? Like, she's telling you this, but at the same mm-hmm. time, you know, you know what? I, I probably shouldn't do this. So let me just, you know, handle it yeah. my own way. Did, did it, did it kind of help you learn how to deal with that? The bullying, I guess what we would call it. Um, you know, it's just, like you said, roll with the punches. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just kind of, you know, I just, I just kind of roll with everything you know I try not to complain to my mom much because I didn't want her you know I didn't know what she would do <laughs> but, um, but um, yeah I just, I just kind of roll with the punches and just did what I had to do and those two would bother me I would just basically ignore them you know what I mean right right yeah right so Absolutely. um but yeah that, but yeah <laughs> Do you do, now? Do you know if your sister had to deal with the same thing? I'm assuming she did, right? You know, we are seven years apart. Ooh, so okay. When, yeah, so seven years apart. So basically, we ended up having different different friends. She probably did, most likely. You know, mm-hmm. she probably did, most likely. But I don't know to what extent. You know. Okay, I got you. Sandy says mm-hmm. there is my guest here on the movement here every Wednesday, at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. You can hear this wonderful episode later on demand and on iTunes as well. All right, Sandy. So let's let's spin it forward a little bit. Let's talk about let's say in the high school, college years. Tell me what your life was like then. 
So, man, so basically, one thing for sure is even though we grew up poor, even though we grew up, it's like I always had an ambition for more. I just did. I always had that ambition. And, you know, we're in Belgrade, a small town. And now sometimes I look back, I'm like, how did I find all these other, you know, activities that I would have my parents or their friends drive me out of town to basically mm-hmm. join and, you know, take part in, you know. So I was just that, that kid, you know, right. that always just, you know, look for opportunities. And so, and, you know, it always had that independent kind of mindset too, like, you know, like surviving independence. And I mean, even when I was like 18 years old, I went and got the notary. They didn't require you to take a um, class, and I think they do now. But I got the notary because I was like, okay, I can be a notary and charge people and notarize their documents. I don't know where the hell I got that from, but I did it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so basically, when I first moved to Tampa, I um, I was watching the late night infomercials, and I had picked up the um, Rich Dad Poor Dad book, and you know, basically yes. put that fuel, that entrepreneurial an entrepreneurial um, fuel in me. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I bought all the, remember, what was his name? Um, remember that guy back in the day, but no money down. I was like a hundred of he them. He was all over. <laughs> I know he was all over. I'm talking about, this was like 1999. He was all over. Yes. Um, he was the popular one back then, right? Anyways, I can't mm-hmm. remember his name right now, mm-hmm. but you know, I bought, I bought all of those things. So basically, I signed up to take the real estate class. And I didn't know anything about real estate. I didn't grow up and in, in seeing anyone do real estate. Like, I literally didn't know anything, you know? And so, basically, I, you know, signed up, took the class, and I was confused as hell. Like, the guy who was teaching it, I sat through the entire class. I was confused. Now, it was maybe, like, a class before it was time to take the test. I was short, I was short like, 45 bucks, and I couldn't take the, um, take the test. Probably was a good thing because I'm right. sure I probably would have failed that thing the first time. You know what I mean? Because that was so <laughs> confusing. That guy it. So, but you know, but a couple of years later, went back, paid the money up front. I was like, here you go, <laughs> paid it up front. Then I took the um, passed the test, passed mm, the medical exam. That is too like funny. To and say the first time, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so I was yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> Immediately then, you know, I just kind of dived in. And I remember right after I got my real estate license and I signed up with this company called ERA, um, ERA, the Polo Group at the time. And then there was a gentleman yes. who used to do, um, he was a loan officer at one of these companies. He's like, yo, why don't you come and do loans? Why don't you come and do loans? Like, he was bugging the crap out of me. I was like, yo, that's in my plans, um, but just not right now. You know, but he kept bugging me. I was like, fine, I'll go. And then I started doing loans um, as well. And I loved it. You know, I just like the challenging, the, you know, the difference in every file and solving somebody's problem. I just really got into it and I loved it. And I immediately also started going to um, real estate investors meeting. And just, you know, because every time you expose yourself to something new, it also expands your mind. You know what I mean? Like for people who you know, wanting to do something different, wanting to get into something different. It's like, you know, you have to put yourself in different um, environment, different people, you know what I mean? Because you only know what you only know. You're so boxed in, but once you take yourself outside of that, then you can expand your mind, you know, you know, get, get some new experiences, see what other people are doing, and then you might actually get something out of that. You know what I mean? Right, yes. And so, yeah, and so, so that's what happened. 
you know, with me, seeing how different people are, you know, working, making money, operating, and, and, and it, it inspired me. And so I just, I, I dived in here first, you know what I'm saying? So, so, and that's really how I got started into the game. And then, um, Carlton Sheep, that's his name, Carlton Sheep. So, you know, Carlton, I know he, yes. you know, end up not having the best, um, you know, reputation and everything. However, but all right. the information was like, okay, I can get into real estate and all and again, and this and that. And so, and, and so when I was going to the networking meetings and, you know, getting to know people, I met a few, a few people that had multiple properties. There were multiple properties, so I was able to work out, hmm. you know, um, certain deals with them where they can finance my down payment, where they can finance part of the deal, if not all of it, you know what I mean? And I acquired a bunch of properties at once. Just by networking, and so you know, just like you know, and you know, I know the new year is starting. So for somebody out there who wants to change their life, change their circumstances, you know, you can't do nothing alone. You know what I mean? Like you can't, wow. you can't uh, build success alone. You are, alone. you, so you, you are a hustler, young there. lady. Yeah, you gotta get out there and find out who you know who can help you. Like one of the things I like to say is. You know, you have no matter what part of life, what area of life are you, you have to learn how to be resourceful. You know, like if you have not a penny and right. you know how to be resourceful, right. you know, you're going to be all right. You know what I mean? Gotcha. You're going to be hey, all right. Gonna, yes, ma'am. I'm going to hold you there for a second. We are heading to the final yeah. break of 2018. We will be back for the final segment with my guest, Sandy Cesare, right here on The Movement right after this. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Trying to find a buyer for your home? Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com slash IL. Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795 or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel.
You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. That's Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. We'd love to hear from you. All right, my last segment of 2018, and I could not have done it with a better guest than my friend Sandy Cesaire here on The Movement, 866-472-5795. If you have any questions for her and going into this final segment of the final movement of 2018. All right, Sandy. So every, everybody here that's been listening to this interview, you've been hustling, and it seemed like it seems like your parents obviously leaving you to come to America um, it seems like it almost directly affected you in some way and you just weren't afraid to get out there and hustle. And then now you and I being investors, we can kind of talk real estate here just a little bit. Um, you know, that's a, it's a very, it, let, let's just call it what it is. There can be some scum buckets in that business. Trust me on this. And I know you know it. Um, and dealing with some of the stuff that goes on with real estate can really be off-putting. So let me ask you this. Um, I Back in May, I had a Me Too month of May where I featured eight women. And I was asking them about being a woman in business. So I, if, you, if you don't mind, I would like to ask you this question. Dealing, you know, here you are from another country. Uh, now, you've been here for a while now, but you're from another country. Now you're in the real estate investing business. You're doing all of these things and you're becoming pretty successful at it. Did you encounter anything from males or that, that just, you know, and I'm not saying necessarily sexual harassment or anything like that, but did you ever deal with that type of resistance? Like, oh, my God, here's a here's a woman who doesn't know anything she's doing. You know, how if a woman goes to a dealership, they think she doesn't know what she's talking about. Uh, so here I am as an investor and, and, and a minority as well doing this. Um, was there any type of resistance from people? that you dealt with or, or, or not. I would be curious if, if you're, you had any experience with that. Because every deal is different. Everybody's situation is different. The buyer, the seller, the deal itself, it's all different. But, you know, like I was saying earlier about being resourceful, keep that in mind, being resourceful and have your thought process. You know, there's a certain logic process that you go through for all these deals and you can carry on through each deal and you can figure it up whatever the problem is out. You know what I mean? And then, Absolutely. you know, there's going to be every now and then some deals you got to let go, but then you want to find that out like early on before you waste a bunch of waste time, your time. On it, you know? Yes, yes. Good Lord, I um, just did that actually recently. Um, where can they pick that book up, Sandy, if you don't mind me asking? Amazon. So you got to have right. it on Kindle and you can order the print or... um. Order the print or basically order it on Kindle on Amazon. And you can awesome. um, basically search my name or search the book's title. And I'm going to post all that information when this, uh, when this um, interview is up and running today. I'm going to actually post all that uh, in, in a little bit. Oh, and Sandy, I want you to hang tight for just a second. Do not go anywhere because I actually want to get this out of the way. So um, okay. I, briefly, I briefly mentioned there's 13 days left in 2018. And if, as many of my listeners know, I won a contest to, to get this show. And, it's, uh, and the journey for me started on April 11th, at least with the show. And the show has grown oh. into the grown. The show has grown into 
more than I can imagine. I've, I've enjoyed it. Um, I've, I've developed friendships from people that have come on the show and actually people that have come on the show has actually reached out to one another and done some partnerships and some friendships has born, has been born about it as well. And the reason why the show is called the movement is because there is, everybody goes through a movement in their life. We already heard Sandy's movements and the things that she's gone through. And I got through mine. Now mine is nothing like Sandy's, but mine is major to me and her. everybody for the interruption. Sorry about that. Uh, this is Sandy Hughes still on Voice America with On the Move with my guest Sandy Cesare. I was just leaving a message for uh, everybody here in 2018. Again, my journey started with this show on April 11th and where it's gone to has been tremendous. The reason the show is called The Movement is because you can either follow a movement or start your own. As you heard Sandy's story, she started her own movement writing books, she's speaking, and now she's a successful entrepreneur. And she's reached out and helped people. Movement is also not just doing things for yourself, but also serving other people. And I've watched Sandy for years, and she has been doing that as well as anybody. And, and she has been a testament to what she's done. Um, what I wanted to say going out here in 2018 is I want to thank Voice America for, um, for the support that I've gotten for this show. For all the people that have come on this show, that have told their stories, that have not been bashful to, you know, be transparent. You heard Sandy telling how transparent she was, learning a new language, coming to a new country. That could not have been easy at all. And it's not supposed to be easy because if it was easy, now I won't say everyone will do it because there are some people that are not willing to work for it. Let's just say if it was that easy, more people would be doing it, but not everybody will be doing it. But what's going to separate you from the rest of the world you have to get after it. And this show in this, in, in this inaugural uh, year has been a blessing to me, and I know it's been a blessing to others. And, I, and the guests that have come on this show have been tremendous. So I first want to say thank you before I disconnect, this, disconnect for this last, last show for the year and just say that you all have something inside of you. What are you going to do about it? And um, I, just, I just hope and pray that this show who whatever ears that it reaches, that someone will take it upon themselves to go after what God has already made for them. Sandy, are you still there? I am here. All right, Sandy. So I want to say to you, thank you, because part of that story you were talking about with your book, I remember when the book came out. And I I don't know if you know this, I bought that book. I bought, I purchased that book. And and I I was so proud of you because I saw that you were trying to help people. And you were serving people, and you even helped me. Because you, you and I had a few conversations there. I know, I know you remember, huh? and you were just yeah. so giving for what you, what who you were, and and I really appreciated mm-hmm. that. So I just wanted to say not only thank you to all my previous guests, but also thank you to you for all the knowledge that I've acquired from you, and also your friendship. I mean, I, I, I consider you and our friends, and 
I really, yes. I really appreciate it. And I know, and we haven't done a deal yet together, so we may have to do one eventually. But even if we don't. Yes, um, 2019, how about it? Of course, that's, that's the first on the calendar. <laughs> but your friendship and your knowledge have meant a lot to me, so I really appreciate it. So before Thank we close, you. I want you to just tell everybody where they can reach you if, if, if they want to get a hold of you. And also, just leave a little positive message to all those listening out there. You've got about 45 seconds. I want you to uh, give us the contact information and just drop a little uh, positive message to the audience. Okay. So, you know, for everybody out there who's listening, the, the thing I want you to think about for 2019, this new year is coming, and you want to make a difference, you want things to be, to, to be better for you, the, this is what you should focus on. There is one thing, this one thing in your life, whether it be a habit or just a tweak in your business or whatever it is, what is that one thing that if you could change that would make a big difference? Think about what that one thing is and do it. Just implement that because for me, I just had to make one tweak in my business 2018 and it expanded my business so much. It's just one thing. You don't need five. That one thing whether it be a personal habit or whatever it is that is stopping you and keeping you from reaching your goal, make that one change for 2019 and watch everything be great as you plan it. Now, you can reach me um, if you – my email is Cindy at Bel-Lair, Investment Group dot com. So Cindy at Bel-Lair Investment Investment Group dot com if you need to reach me personally. And then you can find me on basically Facebook you can, at Sandis is there, C E S A I R E, Instagram at Sandy C E S. I am really not a Twitter girl. Still don't really know how to use that thing, but so you better find me on Instagram, Facebook, email me. Okay? So you guys have a fantastic twenty nineteen and that one thing that could make a big difference in your life, do that. Sandy. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you for your your support. Thank you for starting your movement, and thank you for being a part of mine today. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you and your family. And you as well. Thank you so much for having me. That's it for the movement for 2018. I love you all. There's nothing you can do about it. God has got something, put something great inside of you. Go ahead and unleash in 2019. See you all January 9th. Take care. Thank you for joining us for The Movement. Your host, Shannon D. Hughes, invites you to tune in again for another edition next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.